you ever been harmed by architecture? Mentally or physically or emotionally? I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> because, <laughs> because of course. Because I do feel like yes is the answer to all of those. <laughs> but. All right. So so phys- uh, we'll start off with physically because I think emotionally is obvious. It's, I just was reminded of this story last night as I got up to use the restroom and went back to bed and uh, turned one step too early and clipped the corner of the platform bed with my shin. Oh man. Okay. So obviously my bed frame is not architecture, but it did remind me of the time. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told this story on here before, but when I was doing design build, like buddy of mine and I, we started our own company called edifice design build. And we had done quite a few projects that we you know, the cool thing about doing design build is you you only do the drawings to get the permit. You don't have to do everything because you you're not spelling it all out for the contractor because you are the contractor, right? So so we we um we did a lot of you know I learned how to how to do metal fabrication and I already knew how to do a lot of wood fabrication. My my buddy learned he knew metal. So we taught each other metal and wood and then uh, uh on top of that we just did a ton of other stuff, but there's this one time, actually the, one of our clients were my parents and, uh, the house that they have up in Tahoe, it was a, a weird house that had a weird addition. And so they had hired us to design a bridge that went into, or, you know, solve this problem. The pro- the solution was a bridge. The house previously had like two disparate um, upstairs areas that were not connected and they had two separate stairways. And so by removing one, we were able to give some floor area back to the ground floor where we removed that set of stairs. And by putting in this bridge, we were able to connect the two upper floor areas that were previously disconnected. And so the, the, solution included uh, a lot of steel. We, we fabricated this steel bridge in sections prefabricated it down here in southern california and put them in a trailer and put put them up there and and then installed it and it was it was crazy because it's giant pieces of steel but where architecture harmed me in this process was in the fabrication process of the steel bridge pieces and one day i was in this steel shop with like a three-quarter horsepower makita or not a makita a milwaukee I, I I will always remember the red branded Milwaukee drill of that day because I was, if, if anybody has drilled through thick steel, like it was probably, you know, it was a, it was an angle, a piece of angle iron. And it was, I want to say that the, the vertical web was probably three eighths of an inch thick. So thick steel. And it's not, not on a drill press. It's like, this is already welded together and we're kind of putting these holes in where we're going to lag it into the structure of the house. And um, I'm drilling through it with three-quarter horsepower Milwaukee. And it's got like one of those extra ha- handles. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's got one of those extra handles on it, you know, so you can really like hang on oh, to this drill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And if you've ever drilled through steel, uh, the difference between drilling through steel and other easier materials to drill through is you go slow. Yeah, because the drill, the the bit needs to bite, and you constantly oil it so it doesn't overheat. And you know, because if you do, then it wears out the bit, and the bits are expensive, and all this stuff. So I'm drilling through it, and you stop, and you put a little drop of oil in there, and you keep going, and you keep going, and then at, at just at some point, that drill bit, and it did not like allow the bit to content to continue to spin. 
So what happens is the drill spins in the opposite direction, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) If it doesn't, if the bit doesn't snap, then it catches. And this is like a probably a five eighths inch bit. I mean, it's a big bit because we're putting a big lag bolt through it, right? So yeah, the bit did not snap. (laughs) It was not an eighth inch bit. So it so it. bit into the steel and there's only one other place for it to go which is the opposite direction you're expecting it to yeah and and you know the way think of it like i'm I'm sitting i'm I'm kneeling on the floor and i'm pushing forward but maybe you know eight inches off the ground and so my hands are on top of the drill right by doing it this way not not like it's the handle to the drill is off to the right hand side. That's my right hand. That's my strong hand. That's the strong, that's the hand I'm pulling the trigger with to operate the drill. So the drill goes counterclockwise and it just folds my fingers back over the top of my hand as a, as it just goes. Cause there's no stopping it. There's just no stopping it. So I heard a, a giant snap and you know, like, like you let go of the trigger as soon as that happens, basically the drill completely frees itself of your, of your hands at that point. So it didn't go any farther and it didn't, didn't cause any damage after that. Um, but I immediately like sit back and grab my right hand with my left hand and I'm like holding it and I'm like, wow, that really hurts. Like I just got hit in the hand with a baseball bat and I'm like flexing my fingers. I'm like, huh, I guess it's not broken. You know, like it still works. <laughs> my, I can move all my fingers and everything. Then I'm like, oh man, I don't feel good. So, oh no. <laughs> so I go in the bathroom and I'm like, I have to pee, but I also need to throw up. Which one should I do? <laughs> <laughs> this is the gnarliest bathroom you've ever seen in a steel shop. Like you can only imagine like the worst I, gas room, yeah. Yeah, gas station bathroom you've ever been yeah. in like that times five. And the next thing I know, like I'm on the floor of this bathroom, I wake up. So I, I passed out at that point. So none of those things happened. I didn't, I didn't go to the, I didn't go pee, nor did I throw up. You could have been laying in it. I could have definitely been. (laughs) (laughs) And my partner comes running in because, like, I guess as I was going down, I like yelled out his name or something, like, because you know who knows what happened. But clearly, I I was in shock at that point. You know, like probably immediately when the when it broke my hand, and then uh, after that, just the effects of that were like slowly taking charge of my body, of which I no longer had control over, and it. Basically, from then on, it was like rushed to the hospital. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a big, big break or anything. But, but it was just, I, I will always remember that time that architecture harmed me. <laughs> I'm just wondering if you have anything like that. Because this isn't typical, right? Like most architects sit at a computer. We could get RSI <laughs> or we could, our backs yeah. hurt. Or, you know, we've got issues like that that are more like, you know, just sitting too much or, or whatever, but I mean, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's the current, current status. Yeah. So I just thought it would be fun to share if there's anything like that. Uh, so, so my, my shin's doing okay and, and my hand healed fine. So, so there's, so there's, there's two that I can recall. One of them is a pre-architecture, you know, pre knowing it's just architecture itself. Well, actually there's, there's so many of those architecture attacked me. Um, 
ones. <laughs> relentless. It's relentless. But uh, I don't even know if I should tell these stories because they're kind of gruesome. <laughs> so there's there's a there's a couple of them. So I'll, I'll go with the like the the less gruesome one for now. Um, and this one's you know as a kid, I'm at school. Florida is a lot like California because we we talked about this where you know they kind of have like these open campuses where you know you basically you don't have like internal courtyards or anything like that at least in the schools that I grew up in now they've they've actually changed since then but where you so you would like exit out and you would basically be outside you know in a breezeway you know walking back and forth to like a single loaded exterior courtyard or exterior um, corridor to then go to like your next class. Most of these were actually, you know, like two stories and three stories. And in fifth grade, I, this is kind of just like open up all kinds of like, Oh yeah, that's what's wrong with you kind of um, <laughs> things. But so in, in fifth grade, you we were on his head as a baby. Well, we were all, we were all standing on at the, the railing, um, which I'm pretty sure wasn't guardrail height. Well, you were smaller then. It didn't. <laughs> this guy was just like, bet you won't jump over. <laughs> oh, so if your friend told you to jump off the bridge, would you? Yeah. 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 So I'm like, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> I was like, I will if you will. And so. And he's like, you first. <laughs> well, no. So he went first. But he hung, you know, he basically climbed over the, the handrail and then climbed down and he was hanging there. And oh, so okay. He did. So he's dangling and he uh -huh. dropped. Yeah. I. You were like, I'm, I'm in a Marvel movie. I stood on top of the handrails and jumped off. <laughs> oh, God. And when I hit the ground, I heard crunching. I heard like <laughs> buckling. I heard all sorts of things. And I'm, of it's course. The wrong like, kinds of sounds. And I'm, of course, you know. This is your, I'm a fifth grader. So what are you, 10? Something like that, 10, 11 years old, 10, I don't know. And so I'm just like laying there in absolute, just sheer agony and pain. The, the, the med, <laughs> I would say the, yep, let me lay back down on the couch here. So the mental baggage of that impact is one of the things that has definitely led towards my fear of heights because yeah. when, you know, most people you are never just got like, over you know, it. well, I, I, I really honestly do know what it feels like to fall from like a two story height and feel the pain of it. You know, yes, it was improper landing and yes, it was just stupid in its own right and all this other stuff. But I swear to you, like if I feel there, there's two ways that I approach like going into large, you know, going to very large heights and stuff. I mean, I worked on a 15-story building where we were doing a bunch of surveying and walking up on the roof and taking photographs and like kind of like leaning over the parapet and like looking down the side to see like the delamination of the, um, of the brick, you know, on this 15-story building. And for some reason, I had no problem with that. Because the parapet was up pretty high and I was actually, it was almost at like chest level. But if I walked a little bit further away from that parapet to another parapet was that was low, that was below my waist, I couldn't go near it. I was like, mm -mm, no. I, I, my knees started to shake and just oh, like wow. everything about it, I just could not do it. 
it's so weird because I have this like fear of heights that if I'm a, if I'm protected, I'm okay. And I don't have it. If it feels like it's an unsafe height, then my body just will refuse to work. So that's in an outdoor setting. What about like indoors? Like if, if it, what, what is an appropriate barrier for you? So does glass count? <laughs> it's interesting that you, you, you just let off with like the, the one thing that if it's glass that has a horizontal mullion. I know the answer to this question, but I'm just, just for the it, audience benefit right here. <laughs> but if, it, if, if it's glass with a horizontal mullion that feels like a handrail, then I'm, semi-okay so if it was just painted onto the glass you'd be fine like it doesn't even have to be structural (laughs) no no i mean but i've i've both designed like you know like this butt glazed system that had that's like ceiling to floor and and i couldn't even walk up to it i was like nah that's not true come on i i get it oh i know i know exactly what you're talking about. yeah we have a photo because we were standing right there at the top of uh, freedom tower yep and yes i did walk all the way up to that one because i knew because i had you you, i knew you didn't like it though (laughs) i didn't like it but i did have in the back of my mind that it was designed so like i was like they've at least met code so i'm okay And it's, it's funny that new. you say it that way. It's pretty, it's pretty new. new. It's definitely meeting the most current standards. It's all the way up there. So it's meeting impact resistance. It's all of that. So you should have seen me on my first class trip to the Sears Tower, now Willis Tower, in Chicago. And I ha- I had that kind of same kind of, uh, you know, almost feeling. And I-, I have not been back since they put those little like glass boxes that kind of project out. I was wondering about those. I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, you couldn't. Because I think even even at the floor to ceiling glass, like you you walked up to it very slowly. Oh, <laughs> you you noticed that, huh? <laughs> it was kind of noticeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you had to walk well, out over it, I don't. Yeah. So here's 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 a funny story. Is that so? When I was in Paris, I bought tickets to go to the top of the Eiffel Tower. And so as anybody who's actually ever been there knows that the elevator goes up and it stops at the lowest level, um, lets people out. Then it goes up to the next level, lets people out, and then it goes all the way to the top. I think I've got that right. Um, I think there's only like three stops. Might be more, but who knows? Because I didn't make it to the top because I could feel the thing. I swear it felt like it was moving. I swear that like, you know, when... I was just like, nope, can't, can't do it. I, I got out and, and then the people that I was with, they like, you know, immediately walked up to the hammer. Like, oh God, you should check out that view. I'm like, yeah, I'm good right here. <laughs> I like, I think, I think, I think I may have made it to the handrail, but my memory, if my memory serves me correctly, I basically stayed like up against the back, like center core. So, so there architecture can put the fear into you for sure. If it doesn't harm you, it, it can put the fear in. and uh, that seems to have something to do with heights. I, 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 if anybody knows me, I, I am not afraid of heights at all, but, um, I'm wondering if you have been to the top of empire state, which is open air. Maybe it's not even the top. It's like the 80th floor or something. It's like the, the roof deck. Have you been out there? Okay, I'm just wondering if being outdoors matters versus indoors. Well, I, I and not, the ex- you can't get to the edge, right? Like in uh, yeah, 
on Empire State, there is well, a it, tall guardrail made out of stone, and then there's bars on top of that. And then right? there's the and then there's the guard the like the the cage that basically kind of bends upward so that people right. can't like climb up it and over yeah. it. Yeah, it's obviously made to. You know, I anybody. I bet I probably wouldn't have a problem with that. You're you're pretty you're pretty solid feeling there. So because so then, here, here's a funny thing because yeah. I actually went to the top of the New York Times building. Okay. Which and is that one of your one, favorites. Yeah. And, and f- that one, I didn't have an issue with walking to the edge of that one. And that one was actually at a guard. It was, it was just guardrail height. And for some reason, I just didn't even think about it. I think also the weather kind of has something to do with it when it is outdoors, right? Like if it's windy and blustery and you feel yeah. like, like all of a sudden you're going to turn into a kite, like, yeah, it gives you pause. There is some, <laughs> yeah, there is some like weird... Weird little like connection between like feeling unstable and being able to convince yourself that you are stable, at least in my head. I have no idea why. I will say, I will say that the New York Times building though, so well put together that, I mean, you know, I, yeah, I do gush on that one a little bit. Well, there's, there's the building downtown LA, the, the US bank tower that has a glass slide that goes oh, out oh, over that nothing. Would. Yeah. I haven't done that, but I've, I've heard, I've heard, I would do it. I wouldn't have a problem doing it. That's, but an, it, in, that's an invention of the devil. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then like Grand Canyon on, on one of the Indian uh, reservations, they have the giant glass kind of horseshoe shaped bridge thing that you can go out on. So here's have you something. seen those ones where they actually have the video that plays in the glass and wherever you step, it's like tracking you and it cracks. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. That's what a, that's mean. What a horrible thing to do to people. <laughs> Talk about being designed by the devil. <laughs> exactly. You know, what's funny is I don't know if I could actually do that. I've, I've always joked that I wanted to design a house that cantilevers over a cliff and have a glass floor. But here's the problem. If I did that, I would never be able to go out there. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to go into that room. Even if you designed it, uh, like like you're detailing it, you know what it's going to be uh, made that's of. That's true. Yeah, that's a good hypothetical. Would you do that? I like those ones where it's just like the net, you know? So you, you go out there and you kind of lay on it. Like, like you're just hanging out, having a good time, right? Like you're relaxing on this net thing suspended over nothing. Relaxing. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I have not been to the Willis Tower ones either, where they have the boxes protruding out the sides, like you were talking about earlier, but that has a glass bottom. Those are fully glass, right? Like five sided glass. You can walk through one side and then you're out in this glass cube hanging off the side of a building. Yeah. That's cool. I would do that. And I I have seen videos of people reacting to it where they just freak out. Yeah. Totally. Like, the the videos I'm thinking of where they where the glass is like cracking via you know special effects mm-hmm. those people are terrified. Oh yeah, because they yeah. don't know that it's fake, right? Like like it somebody's playing a joke on them, telling them to go out there, and I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna get a video of you going out on this thing that you're already not happy about going out on, and then the <laughs> right. glass starts cracking. <laughs> and then of course you know you then the person who's videoing it is laughing. Yeah, yeah, and this person's like, I'm about to die, and you're laughing. <laughs> Screaming up a storm, brutal. Uh, so the the gruesome one was still as a kid growing up in Florida. All of the houses were made out of concrete block, and the 
side of the house had this um, kind of like little L-shaped knee wall that that's where you put your garbage cans. Every house had them. Well, ours, so it wasn't where, and here, here's where I, I found out, you know, there's some ramifications to this explaining this occurrence that now has, and I was just talking about it today. I was talking to somebody about my kind of like militant coursing kind of like, you know, like the way that you detail CMU is like, you know, there's a, there's an art and, you know, there's particular ways of doing it, you know, so that it's, you know, corners are keyed in and all this other stuff. And that, and, and so, you know, we were talking about it and they were like, you know, Hey, how, how far off of a corner should a door be, you know, when you're, this is when you just hand the graphic standards book it is all in there. <laughs> it's all in there. Sure. But you know, I, I've got it all committed to memory. And so I do wonder if like the way that I, other than the fact that I, my first boss, you know, in Florida kind of just drilled home, like coursing, 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 coursing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so this, this particular knee wall. So they didn't tooth in the corners. So it was just basically one stacked block teed into another stacked block. And so there was no real, you know, corner. And so over time, me and the neighbor kid, we used to just like stand on top of the the thing, you know. So like, you're saying like they did a butt joint between two separate walls, basically. Yep. Okay. So they weren't keyed together. Yeah, I want. I wanted to make sure that everyone's yeah. getting the same mental image here. Yeah. So, so over time, the thing started to like wobble, and it's probably about three feet from that wall to the fence, and it's probably about I don't know, maybe a four foot. So obviously, if it fell over, it's you know just basically going to like it kind of wedge itself. Okay. I, I want you to diagonally. To, Got it. Yeah, diagonally. Okay. Now picture your neighborhood friend who, after this, the, that friendship was called into question because standing on top of it, rocking it back and forth while I'm standing next to it up against the fence, both the weight of the wall and the weight of him comes crashing down while it basically, the corner of it is rushing across the from my knee to about maybe six inches above my ankle. Oh, now picture that because it's the corner. All it did was rip my leg wide open. Yeah, yeah, to the bone. Okay, I wasn't. I was trying to go for this with this topic, but wow, I don't think that you actually. Yeah, I apologize to everybody who's probably like eating or, you know, enjoying their morning. <laughs> yeah, do we have to put the do we have to put the e on this? This, this is where you, no, it's where you, where you you give the warning of skipping ahead because you can't do yeah. it now. Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, um, we actually yeah so. Even though, you know, we'd gone to the doctors and, you know, had it all like looked at all this other stuff, it, it, it got infected to the point of a staph infection that was like, you know, and I don't know if anybody knows anything about staph infections, but, you know, if it got into the bone, I wouldn't have had a leg. Yeah. And, <laughs> Jeez. Spent three weeks in the hospital trying to save my oh leg. My gosh. Um, and so wow. if anybody, 
ever <laughs> if anybody ever walks up to me and kicks me on the side of my right leg, I won't feel it. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, uh, yeah, you were giving them like some inside info of, of how to actually take you down, but you're no, saying no. the opposite is true. No, I, I wouldn't feel a thing. <laughs> like it severed nerves. It like, it was not a, yeah. Sorry, wow. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so now if you ever work with me and you guys hear me go all militant on, you know, proper detailing of CMU masonry. This is why. This is why. Oh my gosh. What a, what a good story. So architecture can, I, I want to say it, it can kill you, but I mean, of course it can, but uh, it can definitely it can. maim you. <laughs> it can. Remember, if you recall, I mean, way back in the day when we had that conversation about um, death by architecture. Right. And we kind of talked about a couple of different architects that I kind of did some quick research on, on them, their timely deaths, untimely deaths due to architecture or their love of architecture. That's right. Coming to bite them back. Like, I'll put a link to that in the show Gaudi, notes because I forgot about that. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> is this, uh, I apologize to everybody who just had to listen to that. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I hungry? Thanks for listening. This show is part of the Gable Media Podcast Network. See all the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A dot com. You can help support what we're doing here by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out, and don't forget to share it with your friends. We'd love to hear from you, so leave a comment on the website at arcaspeakpodcast.com, where you can find our entire catalog of shows. Talk to you soon.